Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Get yourself a plate of hot, crispy pakotas. It's time for a story. Today's story is Lion on the Loose by Paro Anand. Once it started raining, it just wouldn't stop. The sky wept great tears in an endless stream until the clouds had entered everyone's hearts and made them feel as gray and weepy as the weather. But still, it rained on and on. Everyone stayed at home, gloomy and bored. I wish we could do something, moaned Giti. Nothing exciting ever happens to us, said Vicky. Mummy wouldn't let them go out. But she tried to cheer them up by making hot, crisp pakotas for them. The children helped, too, cutting the potatoes, onions, spinach, and cauliflower. The pakotas were yummy. They ate them hot, dipping them into spicy green chutney. Soon the children were bursting full. So Mummy put the leftover pakotas on a plate and covered them so that they could eat them the next day with cold lassi and leftover rotis. The children now stood at the window. I wonder what the animals and birds do, asked Gidi thoughtfully. They must be cooped up in their cages. No, silly, I mean the wild ones. The tigers in the jungles, the birds on trees. What do they do in all this rain? At least they're free. Think of the animals in the zoo. How awful for them. And it was true. The animals in the zoo were worried and irritable. The wetness was terrible for the creatures, big and small. The more it rained, the more everything filled up with water. The moat around the lion's enclosure filled up with water, too. The lion watched. He was an old fellow who had never been out of the enclosure. He had never seen anything like this before. As the water lapped the sides of the moat temptingly, the old fellow decided to make a go for it. He sniffed here, and he sniffed there. He put one paw delicately into the water, and then, with one big breath, he jumped right in. At first he sank. Then he panicked. He thought for one awful moment that he was going to die, but he didn't. His mighty head popped up and he paddled along until he could feel the wall just under his chin. Putting his big paws onto the wall, he heaved himself up with a Dumlagakar Hayishia. And then he was out. Out and free. Free to walk around the world just as he had seen hundreds of people do. Now he the mighty Raja, was going to have the adventure of a lifetime. No one saw him, for it was night, and all the zookeepers were fast asleep. 
Lion walked out, king of everything he saw. Softly, softly, he crept on padded feet to the enclosure next to him. He grinned at the bear, who awoke with a start. He winked at him and laughed softly. He looked at all the cages and thought how wonderful it was to be free. Then he had an idea. He was going to be really, truly free. What was the use of freedom if he was still within the four walls of the zoo? So, asking for the way at every cage he passed, Lion reached the main gate. He could smell a human. He carefully peered into the ticket booth. Lion was a clever old fellow and knew that the guard wouldn't let him just walk out. So he waited and watched. The guard didn't move. He snored gently. Well, when Lion was sure that the man was fast asleep, he padded his way past him softly. <sighs> said the guard in his sleep. Lion almost roared in fright, but he didn't. He waited quietly until he was sure that all was safe. And then he was free, really free, for the first time in his life. He walked around, looking with wonder at the big, black, wet roads. He stared up at the high buildings, and he sniffed at the people huddled up asleep in the driest corners they could find. One little child peeped out of his thin blanket and saw him. Papa, he whispered, there's a lion on the loose. Yes, yes, said his papa sleepily. He'll go away. Now get back to sleep. And Lion went on. This was the longest walk that he'd ever had. He was in the bazaar now, but of course, everyone was fast asleep. He peered into shop windows fascinated by the glittering things that shone there. He walked on and on, on and on, until he was one very wet, hungry, and tired lion. He now suddenly caught the smell of yummy fried pakodas. He had never smelled anything so invitingly warm or warmly inviting. Sniff, sniff, sniff. He found the window to Giti and Vicky's room open. Quickly, quietly, he jumped right in. He saw the children asleep in their soft, warm beds, and he felt like getting in with them. But first, to find out where that delicious smell was coming from. Sniff, sniff. Sniff? Of course, with his sharp lion's nose, he found the pakodas. And with his sharp lion's teeth, he quickly chomped them up. Oh, they were delicious. Not like the smelly raw meat he got. He loved the crispy pakodas. He licked the plate clean. And now, to bed. Slipping back into the children's room, Lion tried to get into Vicky's bed, but it was too small for one big lion. 
Then he tried snuggling into Giti's bed. But it was too small for one big lion. So he crawled under the bed and found it wonderfully cozy and just right for one big lion. Soon, he was fast asleep. Next morning, Mummy woke up to find the pakodas missing. Vicky, Giti, did you eat all the pakodas last night? No, Mummy, not at all, the children said. It must have been you who ate them. Don't lie to me, children. Who else could it be? Oh, it must have been the lion who ate them, Mama. A lion? What lion? Kitty, don't be silly. She's not being silly, said Vicky. There's a lion under our bed. What? shouted Mummy as loudly as she could, and she rushed right away to look for the lion under her children's bed. She looked, but there was no lion there. Oh, children, she said crossly. You gave me a fright. Of course there's no lion there. But there was mummy, protested the children. Look, there are paw prints on the carpet. And a big wet patch on our beds. And there's lion hair here on my sheet. Mummy had to believe them then. But try as they might, they couldn't find the lion anywhere. And do you know why? Lion had had a good snooze and had decided to get back to his cage before there was any fuss. So he slipped in at dawn, and no one saw him going, except the same little boy in a blanket who had seen him earlier. The little boy patted Lion's nose and thought, grown-ups never believe us children, so I'm not going to tell anyone that the lion was taking a walk tonight. The old lion slipped past the guard, who was still asleep, and swam back into his cage. What an adventure it had been. But he was glad to be home. As soon as the rain stopped, Giti and Vicky went to the zoo. They stood outside Lion's enclosure and whispered to each other. I'm sure that our lion recognized them too, for he let out a big rumbling roar of thanks to his little friends. Maybe next time it rains very hard, Lion might come to your house. So remember to have some freshly fried pakodas ready for him. This story is almost true. Once, in Jaipur, Rajasthan, it rained so hard that a zoo lion's moat got flooded, and the lion really did swim out of its enclosure. It walked all around the zoo and then got so wet that it went out and sat in the ticket booth. And that's where it was caught and returned to its cage. That's why I thought we should let the old lion take a really good adventurous walk in this story. Actually, some baby crocodiles also swam out of their enclosures, but that's a story for another day. Over here, where I live, we've been spending a lot of time in our house. It feels like a long, rainy day where you just stay at home and play, 
except that it's also staying at home the next day, and staying at home the day after that, and staying at home the day after that, and staying home the day after that. And sometimes it's actually raining, and sometimes it isn't, and we can go for a nice, long walk or bike ride. But mostly, we're just staying at home, looking out the windows. And it is fun to imagine the animals, the animals that are free, the animals that are walking all around and the birds that are singing in the trees. I found deer prints in my garden last week. I've never seen deer prints in my garden before. They did eat some of the greens I was growing, and that did not make me happy. But finding their prints was a little bit exciting. Do you have a window that you can look out of at your house? What is your view like? Do you ever help your grown-ups when they cook tasty food? In this story, Vicky and Gita help their mummy make pakodas. I'll put a pakoda recipe up on Facebook and Instagram in case you want to try making it at home. And if you do, I hope you get to eat them all. And none of them are stolen by a lion. This story, Lion on the Loose, was made available through the Storyweaver project of Pratam Books. Thank you to Paro Arnand and all of the creative folks at Storyweaver who make so many stories available on a Creative Commons license for kids all over the world to read and listen to. Thanks for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.